welcome to the Fellowship Broadcast, the radio voice of the Fellowship Track League. We have been printing gospel tracks since 1978. The prayers and support of God's people have enabled us to print and ship more than 5 billion gospel tracks to 200 countries and territories. Tracks are printed in 90 languages, including English and Spanish, and are offered free to anyone who requests them. The Fellowship Broadcast and the Fellowship Track League are local church ministries of Fellowship Baptist Church in Lebanon, Ohio. Our pastor is William Burroughs. He's heard every Wednesday on this program. Welcome into the midweek edition of the Fellowship Broadcast, and thank you so much for taking out of your day and taking time to listen to the Fellowship Broadcast, and we pray it is a great blessing to you, and we'd love to hear from you, and thank you most of all for your prayers for the Fellowship Track League and the millions of gospel tracks that go out that God would use each and every page to minister to the hearts of those that do not know Him and bring souls to the Lord Jesus Christ we sure do appreciate it. You can find more on our website. Brother Delang will say something about that here in just a little bit. But we're going to feature some music from the Delangs today before our pastor comes along with a message for this Wednesday. And here they are to sing for you a song that goes back a ways, but it sure is a wonderful blessing to think about. Remind me, dear Lord, here are the Delangs on the Fellowship Broadcast. The things that I love and hold dear to my heart They're just borrowed, they're not mine at all Jesus only let me use them to brighten my way So remind me, remind me dear And where I might have been Remember that I'm human And human sometimes forget So remind me, remind me, dear Lord Nothing good have I done To deserve God's own Son I'm so unworthy Of the nail scars in His hands Yet He chose the road to Calvary To die in my stead Why He loves me I can't understand Roll back the curtain of me now and then show me where you brought me from and where I might have been remember that I'm human and human sometimes forget so remind me remind me dear Lord so remind me remind me You're listening to the Fellowship Broadcast, heard daily at this time. All tracks are sent free as the Lord provides. To request an English or Spanish sample packet 
or to make a tax-deductible donation, contact the Fellowship Track League at 513-494-1075 or on the web at fellowshiptrackleague.org or write to us at P.O. Box 164, Lebanon, Ohio, 45036. Please provide us with the call letters of this station when you write. Thank you for giving to help us reach those who have never heard the gospel. Michael, age 31, from Springfield, Tennessee, sends back track number 109, Eternal Life is a Free Gift, professing his faith and trust in our Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. Our pastor will be along in just a few minutes with the message for today, but now here's another song for you from Brother and Sister DeLang. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair bow down with care. God gave His Son to his erring child he reconciled and pardoned from his sin. Could we with ink the ocean fill and were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill? And every man a scribe by trade To write the love of God above Would drain the ocean dry Nor could the scroll contain the whole Though stretched from sky to God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore include the saints and angels' song. You're listening to the Fellowship Broadcast, and now here's Pastor Burroughs with the message for today. Hello, this is Pastor Burroughs. I want to thank you for listening to the broadcast today. Today we're going to be in the book of Ruth, and we're primarily going to be looking at Naomi's family today, their departure and her return. And I'd like to say that there are many times in life people make bad choices and they get away from the Lord and not where they should be, and they suffer some consequences. When you see this story, I want you to realize in this you see that you can always come back to the Lord, all right? Yes, there's consequences for getting out of the will of God, but you can always come back to the Lord. Don't think you can't. So let's begin reading verse 1. And now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Malon and Chilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah, 
And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left, and her two sons. And they took them wives of the women of Moab. And the name of the one was Orpah, and the name was the other Ruth. And they dwelled there about ten years. And Malon and Chilion died also, both of them. And the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Then she rose with her daughters-in-law, that she might return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. First thing I want to point out is this, the bad circumstances. It states that there was a famine in the land. Now, Israel is not in a good place spiritually. It's a time of the judges. Everyone's doing that which is right in their own eyes. And no doubt this is a chastening of God in the land of Israel. But this family, during this time of bad circumstances, it led to them making bad choices. They moved to Moab. Moab is an enemy of God. It's a pagan country. They are in idolatry. And, you know, you think about that. Though times are bad, they just get up and move from the center of God's will. You say, how do you know that? Because they're living in their inheritance. They're living in the promised land where they're supposed to be. We've got to be careful, my friends, that during times of you know, bad circumstances as here, things seem to be going against us. They're lean like they are here, that we don't get up and get out of the clear, revealed will of God. You see, because right here they had bad circumstances. It led to bad choices. Now, you may think, why did they do that? Well, I think it's because it was going good in Moab. You know, Jeremiah 48, 11 says, Moab hath been at ease from his youth and hath settled on his leaves and hath not been emptied from vessel to vessel. Neither had they gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remained in him and his scent not changed. What that means here is they hadn't gone through great trials. They were quite complacent. They're not concerned with sin. They're not being chastened from God. No, they, they hadn't been emptied from vessel to vessel. means they have not been removed from their land. They're at ease. And they're just, so they go down to Moab, and everything seems to be good. right? They don't think about this. They don't pray about it. They don't seek God's will. It's a really a bad decision. All right? And they go, why? Because things are good. Things are easy. They're not in war, and they got bread. And you know, it's important to note, too, they did not intend on staying long. It says in verse 1 that they went to sojourn in the land. To sojourn carries with it the thought of just turning aside. It's not intended for a long-term stay. But they didn't just turn in what may have originally been intended to be a short stay wound up being 10 years, 10 years away from home, 10 years out of the will of God, 10 years no offerings, no true worship, 10 years. Sin's that way, though. You know, we do not intend on getting too deep into it nor staying, but sin will certainly keep you longer than you want to stay. Then you see the consequences. We have bad circumstances, led to bad choices, and then we see the consequences. Verse 3 tells us that Elimelech died. The boys, they too married, well, women that they shouldn't have married. And I know what God did in the situation with Ruth, but they weren't supposed to intermarry, were they? No, they were enemies. They were also idolaters and Malin and Chinley, and they also died in verse 5. Now you may think, well, how do you know that God's hand was against them? Well, it says in verse 13, It grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. 
And you continue reading, and you see that in verse 20 and 21 also, the chastening hand of God. That's what sin does, though, friend. You've got to be careful, and don't underestimate the consequences of sinful choices. Getting out of the clear, revealed will of God. Get going against His Word. Don't underestimate that, my friend. Boy, this I'll, I'll guarantee you this. They, 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 they left thinking, boy, it'll be easier down here. They have food down here. I mean, you know, they're not praying about it. They just go to where it's easier, seemingly easier. And wow, the consequences were much steeper than they could have ever imagined. But then you see this change of heart in Naomi. She decides, it says in verse 6, she rose. She's heading home. Think about that. Now, this sets Naomi apart from many other people. She could have sat in Moab wishing things were different. She might have sat there regretting the choices, but she doesn't do that. She... I mean, she got, she could have gotten bitter against God for chastening, but, you know, it doesn't seem like she did that. She realized it was the hand of God upon her, but she arose. It's not just that, like the prodigal, when he came to himself, that was good, but he arose, and that's important. Let me say, I know it's not easy to to get back home. It's the, the journey back into the will of God sometimes may seem hard. I mean, you think about that. The prodigal son, that journey home, you think about him when, you know, he sat and he rehearsed what he was going to say to his father. And I know it wouldn't have been easy for her. But now we don't have time to go too deep into this. But, you know, in the end, you think about this. In the end, you know, Ruth gets married to Boaz. In the end, Naomi, her joy is restored. I mean, she is taken care of. And even the people in that town were glad to see her. You know, sometimes people get out of church and think, oh, man, nobody wants to see me back. And you're so wrong. The Lord wants you back. God's people want you back. And it may not be easy to come back, but I want you to know, my friend, you, you get to a place in your life when you realize, like Ruth or Naomi here, and that, man, I made a bad choice and I'm suffering for it. Why don't you arise and come on back home. God loves you, and he's sitting there with open arms, just just like the prodigal's father. My friends, thanks for listening to the broadcast today, and may God bless you. You have been listening to the Fellowship Broadcast. Be sure to tune in again and invite someone to listen with you. This is Bruce DeLang signing off with this thought. I'm on my way to heaven and enjoying the journey. Are you?